As we saw in our last study, Christ gives spiritual gifts to his followers. Today on Drawing Near, we will take a look at some of the gifts and what purpose our giftedness is to serve. So open your Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, as we learn about equipping the saints. Before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day, this opportunity. Again, we are reminded that each day is full of grace and mercy toward us. And in each day, you desire to move us more into the maturity of faith in Christ Jesus. We thank you that you've put us in a body of believers, a church in which we can serve and be served. We thank you for your great design, your great plan for how to bring about our maturity in Christ. Help us to grow in discernment and understanding of these plans, of your truths, and help us also, Father, to walk in them in a way that honors and pleases you. Open our eyes and ears to your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So in Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 11, we read, And he himself gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, that is, to build up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature person attaining to the measure of Christ's full stature. In our last study, we saw how Christ has given gifts to his followers in order that we might serve God and serve one another. These gifts make us necessary to the body of believers, because no one can bring to the body of Christ the exact same gifted fingerprint that we can. We are unique creations of God, and he uses us uniquely in his body. Well, in verse 11 of Ephesians 4, we begin a two-part study on equipping the saints. There's just too much in this passage for us to cover in one short study. And it is our desire to keep these studies at a manageable level. I want you to be able to follow along, to stay with the study, I don't want it to be overburdensome. I want you to be able to read God's Word with it, to review. So we try to keep these studies at around, well, around 15 minutes. And so we'll we'll do that, and therefore this study will be two parts. So equipping the saints. We learn in verse 11 that it is Jesus, he himself, who gave some to be these various gifted individuals. We'll look at that list in just a moment. When we see in the Scripture language like he himself, it doesn't just say, and he gave some, but it says he himself gave some. That language is intensive. It should draw our attention to the fact that the Holy Spirit is emphasizing that it is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone who has given these gifts. So it's Jesus, as we saw in our last study, but it's emphasized here, he himself, Jesus himself gave some, 
And then here's the list. As apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. If you'll notice, this seems to be a a list of gifts for very special individuals or specific individuals. We'll look at what an apostle and a prophet and an evangelist and a pastor and teacher are in just a moment. But most people would acknowledge in the body of Christ that they are not a prophet or they are not an apostle or they are not an evangelist or a pastor or teacher. More people will think that they're a teacher than they will any of the others. What we need to understand is this is not an exhaustive list of the gifts. There isn't an exhaustive list of gifts, of spiritual gifts, in the scriptures. What we see are some of the gifts and types of gifts. And so today what we'll look at is we'll look at these gifts, and maybe if we have a little time, we'll look at a longer list of the gifts and see some things mentioned by these gifts. But I want you to be familiar with these terms. I want you to be familiar with the fact that, first of all, it is Jesus who gave the gift of apostleship to some people. He gave the gift of being prophets to some people, or the gift of prophecy. He gave the gift of evangelism to some people. He gave the gift of being a pastor-teacher to some people. Not all are prophets, not all are apostles. We learned that in 1 Corinthians. So first of all, what is an apostle? An apostle, the word apostle, literally means to be sent, or a sent one. We might liken that term to a missionary. Paul was an apostle, and we see in the scriptures that he had at least three missionary journeys. He was sent out by Christ to the Gentiles with the gospel of Jesus Christ. An apostle is another term for sent one. What's a prophet? Most of us are familiar with the idea of prophecy being to speak forth the word of God about future things, prophecy during end times or or those kinds of things. But the word prophet literally means to speak forth or to put forth the word of God. It could be about later events, but it could just be to preach or proclaim the truth of God's word, to just simply speak it out, put it forth. There are some who believe that this idea of prophecy is the idea of speaking the Word of God apart from having a Bible in your hands. In other words, once we had the Scriptures completed, there was no need for the gift of prophecy, that God used the gift of prophecy to proclaim His Word prior to the written Word being completed. In other words, they would say preachers are not prophets, that God's Word is God speaking to us, and all we're doing is teaching regarding God's Word. Others would say that anyone who speaks forth the Word of God under the leadership of the Holy Spirit is prophesying, is proclaiming the Word of God. It's not our goal to hash that out. Maybe in another study we can look at those kinds of things, but it's just simply enough today to know that apostles are sent ones, prophets proclaim the Word of God. Evangelists are those who spread or share the good news. We are all sent 
to take the gospel. We are all to teach people or to share the word of God. We are all to share the gospel. So what makes this apostleship or being a prophet or an evangelist different than all of us, any one of us? Well, there are some who have unique spiritual giftedness in these areas. There are some who are called to leave everything and take the gospel, that kind of missionary work. There are some who are especially gifted at understanding or hearing the word of God and then making it known. And there are others who have the real special ability, not just simply to understand the gospel, but to relate the gospel to other individuals. And it is a primary focus of their entire life and ministry. And then it says he gave some as pastors and teachers. Now, there's two ways of looking at this. There are some who read this as this, and he gave some as pastors, and he gave some as teachers. Two different groups. Others look at this as one gift. He gave some as pastor slash teacher, that the pastor is a teacher, the teacher is a pastor. That might be accurate. Either way, the real key here is that he gave some as apostles, prophets, evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. Now, the Bible clearly teaches in the New Testament regarding the qualifications of pastors that they ought to be able to teach. But there are some teachers out there, there are some who are gifted with teaching, who aren't necessarily called to pastor or shepherd a flock in the body of Christ. So I think it's safe to say that he gave the pastor-teacher, but he also gave the pastor-teacher, and then teachers who aren't pastors. Like I said, this is not an exhaustive or a complete list of the spiritual gifts. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we read this, beginning in verse 4. Now, there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different results, but the same God who produces all of them and everyone. To each person, the manifestation of the Spirit or the revelation or the gifting of the Spirit is given for the benefit of all. That's why we receive gifts, for the benefit of all. For one person is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, another the message of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another the gift of faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one same Spirit. To another, the performance of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discernment of spirits, to another, different kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. It is one and the same Spirit distributing as He decides to each person who produces all these things. So there's a more complete list of spiritual gifts. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But notice the emphasis really isn't on the giftedness. We're not being told what these gifts mean and how they are utilized, etc. The emphasis here is that it is the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, working through the Holy Spirit, who is giving the gifts to individuals. This Holy Spirit indwells us, and as he indwells us, he brings this giftedness to us. And he gifts each one of us for the benefit of all. 
We don't decide our giftedness. God does. The Lord does. But it is the same Spirit who determines these gifts for each one of us. We can be grateful that God not only has given us our gift, but he has chosen in his goodness and his wisdom and his knowledge what part we are to serve in the body of Christ. And just as we were told earlier in that 1 Corinthians chapter 12 passage, there are different ministries, there are different gifts, different types of service, but it is the one Spirit who works all of those things in each one of us for the good of the body. Now, Lord willing, in our next study, we will take a look at what purpose these gifts serve. We've already mentioned that they're given to us so that we may serve in the Holy Spirit-led place in the body, that we are to serve in the way the Lord has called us to serve in the body of Christ. But in Ephesians chapter 4, we get a lot more specific as to exactly why these gifts were given and why their use is essential. So I hope that you'll come back and join us in the second part of Equipping the Saints. Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for this study. I thank you for spiritual giftedness. I am grateful that I can understand your mind and your purpose and why you put the church together and how you put each one of us in the body of Christ and what it is you're trying to get out of each one of us, and the body of Christ. It helps me to know why things are the way that they are. Now, it's not necessary that I know that. It's enough that I know that you have commanded, that you have instructed, that you have declared. But what a glorious, gracious thing it is that you tell us the whys and the hows. Thank you for this. Now, help each one of us, Father, to be faithful to study your word, to ask good questions so that we might grow, and then to apply these things that you are teaching us day by day. Thank you for our gifts. Thank you for our place in the body of Christ. Help us to serve there faithfully. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page, Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.